USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. The nation's foremost infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, speaking at a Senate hearing being held by two committees remotely at this hour. Fauci says that he's okay with opening parts of the nation and parts of certain states if it's safe to do so. But he says he's also got concerns that some states might move too quickly. My concern is that we will start to see little spikes that might turn into outbreaks. So therefore, I have been being very clear in my message to try to the best extent possible to go by the guidelines, which have been very well thought out and very well delineated. Two newborns among more than a dozen people killed when ISIS gunmen stormed an Afghan hospital today. At least three of the attackers were killed by Afghan special forces. This is USA Radio News. Do you have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back? Take the five-question gut check to see if it could be more than occasional constipation. It could be irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats IBS-C in adults. Linzess is not a laxative. It works differently. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor about whether Linzess is right for you. Go to Linzess.com to take the five-question gut check. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Former CDC Director Tom Frieden saying in an interview that another pandemic's inevitable. And he's amazed that despite the lessons learned from coronavirus, the nation and the world's health systems remain so underprepared. That's why it's so important that every country in the world invest in public health systems that can find a threat when it first emerges, stop it at the source if possible. Frieden speaking there to the BBC, President Trump defending his accusations against Democratic governors who he told reporters yesterday seem to be too slow in moving to reopen their states. Arguments about President Trump's taxes will go before the U.S. Supreme Court today after three House committees subpoenaed his taxes and the president's refused to comply. Police in Florida giving out some hefty fines to littering beachgoers after crews had to clean up over 13,000 pounds of trash on Cocoa Beach after the weekend crowds. And this is USA Radio News. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your Dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. A pastor-turned-lawmaker takes a look at opening churches again. Here's more from USA Radio's Tim Berg. Churches are looking for guidance from governors regarding reopening during the coronavirus pandemic. Now, as states slowly and safely begin to reopen, one of the things we're starting to see is some smaller churches practice social distancing, and allow worship to take place on Saturday or Sunday. Georgia Republican Congressman Doug Collins is a former pastor, and he tells Fox News why it is important 
to get back to worshiping in person. I think we're getting close to it. I think that you're seeing a lot of uh, unique ways of that happening. But we do need to get back to a certain point where our churches can reopen. They can take the precautions that need to be. Uh, online church is great. Church outside is great. But there's something about a fellowship when you are able to get together and do it properly and, and do it in a way that uh, it, it makes, uh, there's just a family feel, as you well know, that it's that uh, family of our church families that we need to get back together so we can start rebuilding and start growing again as, as our, our communities come together. And celebrity chef Guy Fieri and actor Bill Murray will be facing off in what's being called the Nacho Average Showdown to see who can make the best plate of nachos. It's a contest that's going to benefit Fieri's Restaurant Employee Relief Fund. It's going to happen on Friday, this coming Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern on the Food Network's Facebook page. Find us online at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. with you we got another live edition of titillating sports in your present here it is three hours underway the runaway train it can't be stopped it can't be stopped football basketball baseball hockey soccer golf tennis auto racing boxing olympics quidditch other ball chess checkers rugby cricket that type of stuff sound like a uh, barker at an auction you ever notice like an auction in england it would be like lot 29 item 2.5 do I hear from the man in the eye patch? Okay. Do I hear twenty pounds? Twenty pounds going once, and then like the American auction guys like hair that hair that hair that hair that that hair that hair that hair who am I can get All right, I'll stop doing that. I think we have some guests. It's Tuesday. It must be Belgium, and that means that Karen Lyle will join us at nine forty. Salesporttalk.com. Getting back on the bay. Bruce Marshall in the second hour joins us uh, weekly from Vegas. He does the gold sheet, and we talk NHL. What's the latest with our uh, hockey skaters? 
And then at 1040, Barry Corbin, an actor, urban cowboy, might remember him, heavy set gentleman, the classic line, and I remember seeing this movie when I was in college, War Games, and uh, a uh, Matthew Broderick, Ali Sheedy vehicle. But uh, when uh, Joshua, you remember the, uh, the computer was about to start a thermonuclear war, he goes, hell, I'd piss on a spark plug if I thought it would help. Well, he'll be on the show to pee on the spark plugs. And then uh, Kirby Yates, all-star closer and NL saves leader of the San Diego Padres. Uh, he'll join us at 1140. In between that, open lines, 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout-out to our men and women in the military listening on American Forces. I bow down. Thanks for keeping us safe. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, and the Twitter is at Brick2. Come on back. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 
800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Yeah, genius. Thank you for that, myself. Welcome back. And uh, open lines here for about a half hour, so feel free to get in. There'll be more open lines later. I tried calling, and you had a stupid guest. <laughs> Don't cry. We'll get through this together. 1-800-878-PLAY. Cars for kids. You know the rest. Talking sports, and we're talking baseball. Yesterday, we said that they agreed to, well, the owners agreed to start July 1st, right? <clears throat> All right. Everybody's fired up. We got Kirby Yates coming on the show 1140. We'll see how fired up he is. But Sean Doolittle, closer, another all-star closer back in the day, and now he's a world champ. He tweeted out, bear with me, but it feels like we've zoomed past the most important aspects of any MLB restart plan, health protections for players, families, staff, stadium workers, and the workforce it would require to resume a season. Here are some of the things I'll be looking for in the proposal. And just a quick quick recap of what he wanted. Number one, long-term effects of COVID-19 are still unknown. There's evidence of lung damage, which would be bad for anyone, including professional athletes. Number two, will clubhouses and other facilities be altered to limit exposure? The virus spreads before symptoms even begin to show, and it's rare that only one person in one place gets sick. It happens in groups. Three, how many players will be tested and how long and how does that get done without taking tests away from the public at large? Everyone needs to be protected, including the hotel workers, bus drivers, and others who make baseball possible. And he has two more. Four, the players and personnel with pre-existing conditions need to be protected. And five, what happens if there's a second wave? Uh, are we going to quarantine anyone who gets sick because that's not enough. Now, a couple of things to remember. <clears throat> Sean Doolittle's wife has a respiratory issue, which puts her at greater risk than the average bear. There are players with similar conditions. Um, there was an article today in the Chronicle by Susan Slusser, who, um, San Francisco Chronicle, talked about how the ace, Jake Diekman, has colitis, and a bunch of guys actually have had cancer treatment. You look at the Cubs with John Lester and and uh, you look at uh, Rizzo, uh, amongst others, and people with pre-existing, uh, pre-con- pre-existing conditions. Thank you. Uh, there are a lot of um, diabetics uh, who play Major League Baseball, like uh, Adam Duvall uh, and others. The other thing to remember, <clears throat> uh, Doolittle and his wife, Erin Dolan, who, if you're an Ace fan, um, you got to know her very well because when she was Sean Doolittle's girlfriend for many years, 
Remember, Sean Doolittle was a first-round pick, first baseman. He started for Team USA at first base out of the University of Virginia, and he could rake. And every year, I would read that Sean Doolittle had another shoulder surgery and this and that, and he couldn't hit anymore. So someone said, why don't you try pitching? That, that's how good of a baseball player this guy is. He's like, all right, I'll pitch, and he's an all-star closer. Um, <clears throat> by the time he left the A's in the Jesus Lazardo trade, that was a win-win. The Nats got their ring, and the A's got rid of a guy who would blow saves in bushels and a guy who blew a save in the wild card game. First one they were in. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Sean Doolittle's wife, Erin Dolan, <clears throat> was raised by two women, two moms, um, she lived. She grew up in a, a gay family, and so she was very much on the forefront of uh, LBGTQ rights. Uh, even though she's straight, obviously she's on very much into the rights of uh, the uh, gay community. And so um, she would go on TV a lot. She, they used to put her on with uh, Glenn Kuyper, uh, who was an A's broadcaster, and she would actually do a few innings now and then. She was good for. In the Bay Area, you have someone like that who's, you know, pleasant to look at, who's very uh, well-spoken, who's not intimidated by the cameras, and who's a little bit of a ham. And a lot of people said, well, why is she here? Because she's Doolittle's girlfriend. Well, yeah, that's the fact of the matter. And you say, why do, you know, why is Laura Bush famous? Because she was married to George W. Bush. Yeah, yeah, that's true. People can still accomplish things on their own. And, and so she did uh, accomplish a lot. So if there's anyone, and the thing is, Sean Doolittle is no yes man or tool. Yes, honey, whatever you say, honey. Knowing him like I do, and we're not best friends, but I talked to him enough and just to see him enough over the years, he's very much <clears throat> just easygoing, chill. I remember there was a, um, a year, a few years ago, we were doing Ace Fan Fest. Chris Townsend and I, and we were at Jack London Square, and Doolittle sat down with us, and I said, what What do you say to people who say, you only have one pitch? Is that too simplistic? Is that too harsh? Are we missing it? And he's like, uh, no, that's pretty much it. I pretty much got one pitch. <laughs> so I like him. Now, here's the thing to remember. You know, he's he's asking some, you know, interesting questions. As if people want to say, ah, oh, no, forget about it. We're fine. Um, you know, the, the president treats out the American people are warriors. Yeah, all right. It's just the most kiss ass thing I've ever seen. But the KBO and the Taiwan League, they open their season. They've adopted a lot of hygiene measures. High fives are banned. Players can't spit. Umpires have to wear a mask, so on and so forth. So um, if they can do something that can guarantee safety that would be a lie because you can never guarantee anything but um it's going to be a season like we've never seen if it gets underway all right got a couple minutes vince in lafayette what's up my man yeah uh, one thing i was hearing about the virus i heard this morning uh, i think that may wrench or relieve everything is they're saying that once you get it the odds of you getting it again are really slim so in other words you can't get it. I mean, once, and you can get tested, by the way. I went to John Muir Lab. Uh, no, I didn't get tested for that. I needed it for my diabetes. But it, you could get the test right now to see if you had it or not. 
And once you had it, if you can't spread it anymore, you wouldn't really have to wear a mask anymore. And I think as time goes by, most people are going to get it, and then they can't get it again. That means you could go to ball games and stuff. So that would kind of like um, take the pressure off. So I don't know how many people have got the virus yet because it's still hard to get the testing. But like John Muir Lab, you could just go in there and get tested right now. Anybody can go in there and do that. So I think that may be the, the answer because I don't know if they're going to get a um, vaccine by then. But, you know, you figure, if, let's say, maybe six months to a year, if, you know, 75% of the population already had it and you can't get it again, that's kind of like your immune system. Well, no, from what I heard, and I'm not a doctor and these things change every day, from what I heard, they're not really sure about an immunity that you can't catch it again. I've heard people say that that might actually be wrong so who who knows but still that means you got to go through it once which is no fun yeah well the doctors said it this morning they said you're right it's not 100 percent, but so far the test on monkeys and the test on humans they they said so far all the humans humans is the way i shouldn't talk to people like that but all the people who got the uh received the virus haven't got it again they haven't found one person yet they caught it a second time so okay. they're they're starting to really, uh, and because they're Tesla monkeys, they're starting to believe that that's true. They're not 100. percent You'll only know as time goes by. But I mean, that could be. I mean, because the last virus that that came from China, the bird flu, that's how it died. Enough people got it, and then they didn't get it again, and then they never developed the vaccine. It just died. It took about a year, but it, it died on okay. the line. All right. Hey, well, I mean, Vince, thanks for chiming in, man. I got to run to a break. That's Vince out there in Lafayette, and lines are available if you'd like to get in. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline in U.S. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. 
As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Oh, how about that? I got that going for me. But I also got uh, the uh, the great Barry Corbin. Who? Well, you'll recognize him. Well, actually, you won't because uh, he's on the radio. But maybe we're going to have his voice actor at 1040. You know, the great line, I'll piss on a spark plug if I thought it would help. I must feel like saying it incorrectly just to see if he puts up with me or he corrects me. Yeah, remember that line where you said you'd pee on a computer monitor? Uh, that's not what I said, Rick. I'll never forget it. You said, I'll take a dump on a motherboard if I thought it would help. That's not what I said. <laughs> All right, so yesterday, Major League Baseball, the commissioner, they sent a proposal over to the union. What do you think, Tony Clark? Woohoo! Well, here's what Clark says. A system that restricts player pay based on revenues is a fun 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 salary cap. Period. This is not the first salary cap proposal our union has received. It probably won't be the last. That the league is trying to take advantage of a global health crisis to get what they failed to achieve in the past and to anonymously negotiate through the media for the last several days suggests they know exactly how this will be received. None of this is beneficial to the process of finding a way for us to safely get back on the field and resume the 2020 season 
Now I'm turning him into John Wayne, which continues to be our sole focus, end quote. <clears> hmm. <throat> Very interesting. Doesn't seem like they're on board. Well, remember I said they already wanted to get rid of rookie ball and low A in some places, even one high A Cal League team. And this is a perfect way of doing it. It's not to have a big old draft, right? Eh, who needs a draft? And we'll get more into that in a second from Scott Boris. But this is what Boris said. The play, and remember, Scott Boris, he's the guy who got, you know, Machado and, uh, well, not Machado, Bryce Harper and money, got Garrett Cole his cash. Remember, Garrett Cole, the millisecond after the Astros lost the World Series, put on a hat that said the Boris Corp, the Boris body, the Boris Corporation. <clears throat> and people are like, what do you, I know you're a free agent, but why are you wearing that? I'm no longer a member of the Houston Astros. What? I'm not a member of the Houston Astros anymore. If I was Jim Crane walking through there or Jeff Luno at the time, I would have said, get the hell out of the locker room. If you're that emphatic about how you're dunsies here, why don't you do this press conference out on the concourse level or go in the parking lot or the street? Anyway, <clears throat> Boris... I'm telling you right now, if Scott Boris was walking by a liquor store and his wife said, can you pick me up a chapstick? And he would go in there. And if he thought the guy shortchanged him a dime, he would put up a stink. Now, in real life, he'd have his limo driver go do that for him. But uh, Scott Boris said via SI, the players I represent are unified in that they reached an agreement and they sacrificed anywhere from 30 to 40% of their salaries so that the games could amicably continue. The owners represented during that no negotiation that they could operate without fans in the ballpark. Based on that, we reached an agreement and there will not be a renegotiation of that agreement. So, end quote, who's the union head here? How about that? Just a single solitary agent saying, sorry, baseball, no renegotiation. That's some big cojones, cojones grandes. El barro feo nego, puto. But to be clear, the owners are going to lose money with no fans in the seats. We know that. MLB attendance last year in the United States of America and Toronto equaled out to 68 and a half million. Do you know that the average, what do you think the average ticket price was last year for a major league game? Now, I see the number in front of me and I'll tell you in a second, cliffhanger. But if you had asked me, what's the, the average price for a major league game? I would have said, oh, 23 to $26. That's what I would have probably thought. And that tells you how out of touch I am. The average price of a Major League Baseball ticket last year was $53. Now, <clears throat> I guess they're taking into account all the dentist chairs that are behind the screen at Yankee Stadium. But then again, if I think about it, you want to go on the bleachers now, it's like 15 bucks. So it's like, yeah. So 
68.5 million per head, average 53 bucks. So forget about concessions, the parking lot, absolute de-pantsing that happens when you go into a major league parking lot. I'll never forget. And I told him, I actually told him I was proud of him, but there was a Yankee game at the Coliseum and um, I was doing the the Saturday and Sunday, but the aforementioned townie was doing Friday night. And I'm the, I was <laughs> I was driving back after the game, and I was listening to his show. <laughs> this girl called up, and she's like, "He's like, yeah, you're on the line, the ladies' line." And she's like, "Um, we spent an hour in the parking lot trying to park." He's like, "What? We were trying to park for an hour." Now. If that was, and I've, people would say that on my show, and I'd always say, did you expect a sporting event coming late and then add in the Yankees? Did you expect that you'd just pull right in? I would say, like, I don't even expect that I'm going to pull into a 7 Eleven and have it be an easy process. Um, so I don't, you know, if you don't understand that, you don't, but he goes, don't you bitch at me for the parking. But you think about a parking, you go in there now, how much is parking? People will charge up as high as 60 bucks. It's ridiculous. The revenue for MLB last year was $10 billion, but the average MLB salary has dropped in back-to-back seasons for the first time in 52 years. Last year, the when they did a little roster check on average salary, and they did it on August 31st, they went to the injured list. They got everybody together, 988 guys, and the average salary, 4051000 In 2017, it was $4,097,000. So it went down back-to-back years. The only other time that it went back down was 1967 and back-to-back years. Now, in 87, there was a one-year drop. That's when there was clubs being found guilty of collusion. And, of course, 1995, when the, the end of a strike, which we had no baseball for seven and a half months. And then in 2004, we had a one-year dip. But if you're the family member or you're an MLB player yourself, like Kirby Yates, um, your salary went down $19,000 on average. So even if you subtract Garrett Cole, $324 million, Anthony Rendon, $245 million, Steven Strasburg, $245 million, teams spent more than they had in the previous two seasons. So take those three out. Team still spent um, $558 million. So, you know, there are teams that were rebuilding, trying to become contenders, like the Padres. They said they have the saves leader in the National League. The White Sox, they want to matter. The Angels always want to matter. The Phillies want to matter. The Braves want to matter. And then you have teams that are crying poor in these markets like Chicago, the Cubs, and Boston, the Red Sox. We don't have money anymore. Now the Astros, oh, now we really don't have any money. We don't have any players. 
You have players. And I'll, I'm going to get back into Boris a little bit later in the show because he had something to say about the draft. Now, the other thing is everything Scott Boros has ever said, at least in public, <laughs> is related to money. Somehow, some way, like if 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 uh, he changed uh, somebody's tire, like a, a little old lady on the road out of flat, and he pulled over and changed the tire, yeah, that's going to happen. Never. He would probably say, um, yeah, I'll bill you. That'll be 50 bucks. So when it comes to the draft, it's not like these kids aren't getting a chance. No, no, no. He wants every penny. All right, a little sail and talk on the other side. Come on back. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk, still at home in quarantine in the San Francisco Bay Area during the pandemic. Last night, delegates to the Pacific Interclub Yachting Association lingered after a video conference delegate meeting talking about boats and sails and describing past cruises along the Pacific coast from San Francisco to Puerto Vallarta. The story of a Mexican harbor master impounding a friend's U.S. registered boat got a laugh from fellow cruisers. We were grateful to enjoy a moment of poking each other, a brief respite from our concerns about our family and friends around the world. It has been nine weeks now that we've been quarantined in our homes all across California. I have been grateful to get out under the Golden Gate Bridge and sail on my boat with my ocean companions, the dolphins. But I also have a great fondness for my friends on boats. Boating is also about the camaraderie at the guest dock at the St. Francis Yacht Club. When I toss a bow line to Chase Bergman, the waterfront director, who's come down to the dock to give me a hand because we are glad to see each other's smile. It is about seeing the tilt of the mouth as Michael Hodson of the Berkeley Yacht Club listens to the story of Ian Ferguson at the bar of the Encinal Yacht Club as Ian tells of selling all he had so he could complete his first ocean voyage in the Transpac race on his boat Nautilus, which means to find reckless. Today, I am giving myself permission to enjoy a wordplay. It is now going to be the two years before the mask that we are going to be missing going forward into this new normal before a vaccine is available to all. Yes, we can all adapt and put our Yacht Club burgees on our gaiters pulled up over our mouth and nose. It looks like the gator is going to be our new boater's mask, the new swag we exchange club to club. We will dutifully put a boat length of distance between ourselves and move our eating out to the decks with carefully spaced tables. I can imagine that our toasts will be shouted across the distance to each other through our fabric gaiters. But I miss seeing your faces, dear boating friends. We share the same camaraderie that I experienced walking with my friend Juma, captain in Stonetown in Zanzibar, Africa, as his fellow fisherman called out jest while he carried an outboard motor on his shoulder to motor his friend's skiff out to his sinking dhow. I remember he and I hoisting a storm-tattered gaff-rigged sail just to get on the water and say Juma's back to his dhow-sailing friends. Then we sailed out far enough so his friends couldn't see as he bailed water out of the sinking dhow. Well, I took the helm, and we laughed at the way the water in the boat's bottom washed the sand off our toes. People of skill are united on the water, 
by our bonds of friendship and shared experiences. Get out there and sail, boating friends, if you have the skill to do it. And if not, throw a jest and a toast to your boating friends. This is Karen Lyle of Sailsport Talk. All right, we know that music at 9.40 on Tuesdays. Rick Tittle with you on Sports Byline, and it's a segment that is uh, called salesporttalk.com. And uh, hosting this segment with me, as always, is Karen Lyle. We'll bring in our guest in a second. But uh, Karen, uh, you know, I was crossing the Richmond-Sanderfell Bridge, saw some uh, boats out there. What is the policy right now for people who want to get out on the bay? Well, as long as you're social distancing and wearing masks if you're within six feet of people, then there's no restriction that I'm aware of that says you can't sail. And I've been out there sailing and so have others. Now, so you have to wear a mask when you're going from the dock and everything, and then when you get on there, you can just rip it on off, huh? Absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm not wearing it out there on the water, but on the dock I am because, you know, you're close, you know, people might be walking down the dock close to you, you know, while you're tying a line on your your boat at the bow or something like that all right now speaking of masks in april we had bruce cooper with us from olman sales and he had uh, converted uh his uh, company from making sales to making masks and uh he was uh, very very busy and uh now um uh, bruce thanks for joining us once again bruce cooper with us uh are you back to making sales again and masks what's the ratio there uh, good morning uh, Rick and Karen, uh, yeah, we've actually had a, a big run because obviously the uh, almost panic of getting masks. So we made over 4,000 masks uh, in that time period, and we're still getting orders, not quite at the levels we saw. Uh, everyone's, uh, these are reusable, so it's hard to sell back a mask to the same crew. But uh, we are getting into a lot of sale repair, and you know, I think what we're going to talk today about is day sailing and cruising, and that's been one of the big shining stars of what's been coming out of this with all the, the racing that's been canceled and stuff is uh, sailing hasn't been canceled, just a lot of the racing. So we're, we're heading some new directions. Well, Bruce, you know, I, I am just, I've got sailing on my mind. And uh, I was looking at some of my photographs from, from past cruises. I would normally be in the British Virgin Islands right now. Um, what are you guys doing to help encourage the cruises out there? We are uh, going to be having a competition uh, celebrating the uh, um, cruising around the world. The brand Ullman Sales uh, originated in Newport Beach with racing with Dave Ullman through One Designs and Small Boats. I've been here 37 years now, so I've been a part of that. And a lot of people don't know about our cruising side of it. And we've had contracts with Pacific Seacraft as their manufacturer, a lot of the entry level on Catalinas, but big groups around the world that everyone sails with, uh, now Moorings and Sunsail and some other charter local fleets using our brand through a lot of it from our Cape Town facility. But we're all over the planet cruising. A lot of people think of us as racing, but we're heavily into the cruising uh, sales and market. So what we want so- is to celebrate... Uh, the cruising because people are cruising uh, more and more uh, with these restrictions. 
So, Bruce, is making masks now, is this part of the new normal? Are you always going to keep a, just a small part of your company making masks, which seems like we're going to be doing now for the rest of our lives? Or are you eager to not do it anymore because you know that things are safer and you never really wanted to do it in the first place? I mean, where where do you stand with all that? Uh I think we're doing both for a long time. We're doing sales, which is the core for the business. But for Ullman Sales Newport Beach, uh, we have a team dedicated to mask making, supplies on hand, continually making masks so there's no waiting. Uh, we even went from taking email, text orders, everything in the first weeks to a Google online order form to now this week we're launching our online with credit card uh, mask order site. So it's going to be around for a while. And if we can help our community, our yacht clubs, our sailors, our family, we're, we have to do it. We're, we're going to keep doing it. You know, uh, last night I was at a Pacific Interclub Yachting Association delegates meeting and they showed a video um, of one of the youth sailing programs and they had spaced out, you know, on the dock, like for the, the, um, the smaller dinghy boats that they that they raised, you know, just exactly six feet apart, and they showed, you know, the the youth sitting down at the tables, you know, far apart from each other, and you know, um, you know, a mask or a gator on their face and so forth. Is there anything going on like that down in uh, Southern California, or or even? Um, I know there's boating in the East Coast too that Almond Sales is aware yeah. of. What's happening with people starting to plan racing again? Well, that's interesting. The areas in Southern California have been on and off with what's allowed with the marinas, even getting on your boats and leaving. So actually in the last 10 days or so between Southern California, uh, San Diego had restrictions. They were closed, no uh, boating, but uh, about seven days ago, it's members only on your boat. Um, Annapolis, uh, last Thursday at sunrise, uh, sounded the horn that your boats are back in action. So Mad Frenzy in New York, Cleveland, uh, masked up. You know, boats were allowed to be put in the water but not rigged with the mast from being wintered, and the uh, they all got the green light. So a lot of them are restrictions with just family members only. And that's the, the interesting part is our some of our yacht clubs down here have been sailing the whole time, but they're not allowed to meet in groups. So that's part of our cruising or our celebration of cruising competition is – Communication is so different now. Uh, your work meetings, you don't go to a boardroom or an office anymore. You're on online. Uh, socializing, you aren't meeting friends somewhere to do you know, groups and have a drink or food and stuff like that. It's all online. Yacht club afternoons on the weekend, sharing your sailing stories and stuff, uh, isn't happening for a long time. So uh, Ullman Sales is letting you share your sailing experiences with the uh, uh, online with the uh, Celebration Cruising Competition. And there are yacht clubs in the area that we saw, uh, one in Cabrillo Beach doing Saturday racing. But, again, it's the restriction of family only, so you're seeing a lot of single, double, or shorthanded sailing. But there's no skippers meeting. There's no prize giving after. It's just people going and enjoying the water, the sun, and their, their boats. So we're we're seeing things loosen up a little, but uh, depending on the harbor, uh, they might just be family-only type of guidelines. A couple more questions for Bruce Cooper with uh, Ullman Sales, Rick Tittle, and Karen Lyle with you, SalesSportTalk.com. That's an interesting thing you say, Bruce, because to me, 
the idea of having a really nice boat would just be pleasure cruise, maybe throw a, a fishing line in the water. But it seems from doing these segments over these months and months that when people get out there, no matter what the discipline, everybody has to race. What is it about? What is it about there that the competition? It's like my boat's faster than yours, and I'll prove it. You're right, Rick. I you know sail with some very competitive racing boats. You know, carbon this, carbon that, all up and down. But when I get on one of my customers' boats, who's you know just a regular day sailing boat with Dacron and roller fernaline and you know a fishing pole you know holder in the back, as soon as we're out on the water. They see another sail somewhere. They're saying, "Come down a little tighter." You know, let's, you know, can you, you know, make that adjustment. Come down a little for some speed. So, it's uh, just the nature uh, of being on the boat. You're you're independent, but it's a community. And uh, if you're by yourself, literally as a ship out there, you know, your vessel just sailing, it's no fun. But you know, sailors every time they sail by, Karen said it too, where uh, you sail by someone and you wave. It's just part of the the community and the fellowship we share out there so you got to race them you don't want to i think it used to be maybe you race back to see you can drink the rum first but uh it's just it's a good lifestyle and people are out sharing it and it's no fun to cruise by yourself so i think they're out enjoying it together well last year i went on a friend's boat um the my way which was a, a 70, 75-foot catamaran down from San Francisco down to Puerto Vallarta. And right about the Channel Islands, we started to see this bioluminescence on the on the water. Are you seeing some of that down there in, in Southern California now? Yeah, that's been actually a surprise. Uh, and it's uh, because of the red tide and the extra um, activity in the water that the bioluminescence, it's not the green normal phosphorescence you see. It's the... Uh, the blue they call it like an avatar blue and boats that go out the wake the prop wash the rudder turbulence and stuff like that uh even standing at the surf line in newport beach you can see it um light up the waves almost like someone put uh you know led uh blue lights in the water it, it's phenomenal so if you see it online or get a chance to go see it yourself uh it's it's electric it's really really awesome you know, speaking of the Channel Islands, I remember going to Catalina from San Pedro to Avalon, and it was amazing to see all the dolphins and, and whales breaching. But, you know, I've heard stories about whales knocking the screws off of Navy ships. How careful do you have to be, or is it just kind of a game of chance out there? I think there's always something weird that happens when you hear a story like that. Um, you know, the bottom paint matches the uh, coloring of a enemy of a, you know, a predator or something they're trying to attack but the, uh, the every time we've sailed hawaii mexico local waters where we're going uh, they just come in and they want to play with the bow wave and just swim right next to the boat you know good photo op um if you don't have your uh video rolling your camera snapping uh, it's just it's something you'll never forget but the uh the waters probably in the last eight ten years have really come alive uh warmer water perhaps a little el nino session going but the uh the fish fishing I, I don't fish but my fishing friends say uh, the waters have been amazing so it's it's all a cycle so the more of that there is the bigger the fish the more uh the ecosystem works so we're seeing a lot of that it's really cool do, do you or any of your buddies do any snorkeling or diving i have friends 
that I sail with that do dive, and some of them actually travel all over the world to do it, and some stay more local West Coast diving, and uh, they're, I don't know what they're doing with their dive clubs right now, but uh, a lot of people, we have good water around here for that, Catalina and other places. All right, that is uh, Bruce Cooper with uh, Ullman Sales, who uh, one of those Americans who sprung into action to help with the pandemic, making masks, still will always make masks, but of course known for his sales. Bruce, thanks for your time, man. Really appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you on the water. Thank you. Uh, Great to talk to you, Bruce. Yeah, and we also have, uh, for the competition, the online part, uh, there's prizes. So uh, on our website, there will be more and more updates this week with... uh, the grand finale prize of just participating would be uh, rewarded to some people that have good cruising or good day sailing pictures. So thank you for having me on today. All right. Great stuff as always. And Karen, we have about a minute. What, what was this? You should have been in the British Virgin Islands right now. Well, I've, I've gone for seven years in a row, um, somewhere between May and, and July. Well, um, so usually I'm two weeks out on a, on a sailboat out there with, some friends and just going island hopping and I'm I'm sad that I'm not there but how are you doing Rick I haven't I haven't heard are you always ask me and I never get a chance to ask you what what, what I have not been sailing (laughs) (laughs) well you know what's funny though you know what's funny when I first started working in uh, tv in my early 20s and I started getting a little cash because tv pays very well I thought should I buy a car or should I buy a sailboat that was actually a consideration because I was still living at home. I was right out of college, and I actually thought about buying a boat. It just seemed so liberating, but uh, that was as close as I ever got. Well, it's not too late. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, Karen, good to talk to you. Salesporttalk.com. Check it out, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Pilot. the debt destroyer network any debt you have credit card tax student loan debt call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt it's great advice plus when you make this free call now we have debt destroyer experts ready to help they can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track debt problems don't have to be overwhelming you can live stress-free and debt-free Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. 
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5531 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. I don't know if I would clown you, but anyway, um, yesterday we heard the sad news of uh, Jerry Stiller uh, passing away at um, the age of 92. And uh, you know, I always say it's, uh, it's always sad, but uh, if you can make it to 92, that's, uh, that's not bad. But I bring him up today because I thought of, I remember one of his great sports rants, and that was, and of course Larry David played the voice of George Steinbrenner. You never saw him; you got to see the back of his head when uh, when George uh, worked there. Remember, George is dead. George is dead. Um, but uh, in the exchange with George is dead, Frank Costanza, Jerry Stiller, flew off the handle. And he said, why the hell did you trade Jay Buhner for? He had 30 home runs over 100 RBI last year. He's got a rocket for, your, for an arm. You don't know what the hell you're doing. That's pretty good. Because remember, he's like, Jerry, it's Frank Costanza. Mr. Steinbrenner's here. George is dead. Call me back. 
And just all the great lines, not just you want a piece of me, but these eggs are runny. I've always made them like that. Well, it sucks. Anyway, the Jay Buhner rant was pretty good. That was in the old days. I remember Steinbrenner went on Letterman and said, if I don't like you, I'm shipping you out to Seattle. Exactly what he did there. We got another two hours together. Come on back. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Wherever you are listening, um, I hope you're doing well. And uh, like I said, no one seems to have the exact answers of when we should go back to normal. Will it ever be completely normal again? I don't know, probably not. But there was a report that Major League Baseball, um, all their front office and staff and everybody, they took a test to see how many people had the antibody, how many people had had the uh, coronavirus or had it present, and it was 0.7. But you got to remember, just about every, socioeconomically, just about every member of a Major League Baseball front office is college-educated, is employed, has a roof over their head. And uh, has access to medicine and other such things, information. And so that's not like taking a look at the general public, especially in some areas that are depressed, uh, underserved, uh, people with English as a second language who aren't getting the information properly uh, to them. It's a good sign, obviously. I mean, anytime you see a number like that, you're like, wow, that is a really good sign. Only 0.7. 
but um, that is not the general population. So, I mean, it would be great if they said we tested every single person in America at 0.7. That would be good news. Well, that would be good news for the 99.3 that don't have it. But um, all we can do is just try and, you know, it's I'll just say better safe than sorry. I actually had a family member tell me I was stupid and that I fell for it by wearing a mask in public. And I'm like, what are you... Uh, <laughs> He's like, where, where are you getting your news? Like, where am I getting my news? I'm like, I just, uh, this isn't a political issue. This is scientists. I don't care if you're a liberal or a conservative. I'd rather just listen to scientists on this one. Call me crazy. That's what I'm going to go with on that. Let's talk some sports. We'll do it on the other side. Come on back. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-426-3569. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-426-3569 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-426-3569 to see if you qualify. That's 800-426-3569. Do you have a story to share? Your story. Lifetime Private Autobiography Services can help. We will interview you by video or phone to get your memories in your words using your pictures. Our staff of talented writers will then recreate your story into a beautifully handcrafted book. You'll receive 10 individual copies for friends and family to enjoy for generations to come. Visit privateautobiography.com to schedule a free consultation. Mention this ad for a bonus audio recording from your personal interviews. To get started, visit privateautobiography.com or call 844 844- 921-2802. That's 844-921-2802. Remember and be remembered with this gift of a lifetime. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 
Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Uh, let's uh, talk to our buddy, as we do once a week, Bruce Marshall down in Vegas with the goldsheet.com. The gold sheet, how about this, Bruce? It is your destination for best in the nation prognostication. Wow, that is pretty alliterative there, uh, So, uh, but I would expect no less from you, Rick. <laughs> Well, there's not a lot of hockey to talk about, as we know. Uh, in the news this week, the NHL announced they're going to postpone all their international games uh, next year. We know that the season got underway this year when the the Blackhawks and the Flyers played in Prague. They're going to do that again this year with the Preds and the Bruins. We were also going to have the Lanch and the Jackets play in Helsinki. They were going to have the uh, Bruins training camp in Monheim, they're going to have the Preds training camp in, in Bern and in Switzerland. And that's all off the table, which is expected. But once again, another thing where you'd say, well, that's a shame. Well, uh, the most disappointing is my son-in-law is actually a Swiss. And, uh, uh, you know, he actually, like, played junior hockey with Roman Josie growing up. And they were really looking forward to the Preds hanging out in uh, Switzerland for a little while there <clears throat> coming to the season playing a game there and also uh, that's uh, but that'll just be postponed next year I'm sure they'll redo all this stuff with the, the Europe and elsewhere and uh, so that would be in the 2021 season 2021-22 but um, you know as far as getting back and the NFL has also followed suit they're not playing the international games in London and Mexico City this year with their schedule from last week but uh, back to, you know, on ice things, the AHL announced this week it is uh, shutting down for the rest of the season. The NHL hasn't really, uh, I mean, it's floated a few things over the last two months. since the league shut down, Rick, almost two months to the day. But they, and they still keep kind of circling around here. You know, they, they can sort of make up their own rules with this. I had been thinking a lot for a long time, you know, um, you know, if they don't, we don't hear something by the end of May, they're probably not going to do anything, but I don't know if that's the case. I mean, they, if they want to not start the following season until December, they can do that. There's nothing magic about – I think all they really need is a month between the end of the conclusion of uh, the um, uh, interrupted season and the next one. I mean, the players have had effectively enough time off, uh, even have been able to travel, as they normally would. So, I mean, they could – I mean, if, if the NHL wants to wait a little bit longer to decide what to do with the interrupted season, I guess they could do it. There's nothing – you know, etched in granite about what the time is, except I think the only thing would be if they're going to start a new season, they'd have to start that by December. And I think that's, and however you fit the interrupted season in before that is, uh, however does it will work. What do you think of this, Bruce? The, I mean, now that this sport is more American, more American than ever with all, we, we hardly have that many teams left in Canada. It seems like from when, when we were growing up, but do you kind of think, and I don't mean to say that the NHL is like, you know, the little brother sport. It's the fourth of the, the the big four. And some people don't even think it's a big four. It's just a big three. But how much do you think they're looking 
to see what the NBA does first. And, you know, some of these teams have their own arena, like my Sharks here, but you look at L.A. and Philly and Boston and New York. There are a lot of huge cities where they share with the NBA team. Do you think the NHL is kind of waiting to see what the NBA does first, or do you think they're completely autonomous of any of those decisions? Yeah, that's a good question, Rick. I mean, I, I think, yeah, there, I mean, there, there has to be some sort of a, 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 you know, there has to be something similar here about what they're doing with the NBA. They're working with some of the same parameters, not all the same, but some of the same. The arena thing is one. I, I, I think that, though they're not going to move in tandem, I think whenever one moves, the other one will probably make a move right around the same time, just because some of the parameters are the same. Uh, but both the NBA and NHL are dealing with various political entities here in different states, different governors and things like that, who may not have the same set of rules on getting this stuff reopened and parameters. And, you know, that's why, I, I mean, I still think to get uh, the, the interrupted season finished, the, the, the plans they have to use four cities or two cities or whatever that have multiple venues in each city, uh, it makes the most sense. And, um, if, if, and, and that would cut down on the travel, and the players are going to have to figure out what's going on, too, with some of them with families and all that. But if you want to, you know, and, until most of the, the league, most of the cities sort of open up where you can actually play games there, they're going to have the same hoops to jump through the NBA will. Similarities, though not exactly the same, but I, I do think these things are sort of going to work in tandem uh, in the NHL and NBA. A couple more questions for Bruce Marshall of the Gold Sheet out in Las Vegas. Of course, if you're listening on the great KSHP AM down there. Um, one more hockey question, and that is um, CBS Sports' Pete Blackburn. He did a, uh, a preseason prediction thing and not just who would win but a couple of other things and he made a very he raised some eyebrows in Edmonton he said uh, this one's a bold prediction but he said this year after the season Connor McDavid would ask for a trade out of Edmonton um, a couple things here number one no one wants to revisit Gretzky to the Kings even though that uh <laughs> You know, if he can be traded, anybody can be traded, and that still hurts in Alberta. But what Ken Holland has done, I think they've shown some signs of progress. It's his first season as as a GM. I don't know if the if uh, Blackburn said this to make a name for himself or if there was anything behind it. What What do you think about that statement? I think it's possible because, um, and it sort of depends upon what McDavid's connections are telling him, what his agents telling him. It, if uh, you can force a trade out, and these guys seem to be able to do that now, to a place where you can get in, all this stuff being in the big market and all that. Uh, yeah, maybe you know, for the the Connor McDavid brand, maybe moving out of Edmonton is is the better thing. But he could still have a big enough brand there and be a hero and, and win. I I I am of the opinion, Rick, that it it doesn't for a hockey player. It's best to be on a team that wins, um, and the Oilers look like they might be somewhat turning the corner uh, this season before it was interrupted after a couple of disappointing campaigns in a row. My gut feel is it will kind of come down to where McDavid sees the Oilers progressing. If they become a contender um, and he's in the playoffs and he's featured in a normal playoff season, that's the biggest 
that's the biggest platform for a hockey player to get. Now, does he want to go to New York? Does he want to play for the Rangers? I mean, I mean, where are they right now? And you know, I think you've got a better shot in in Edmonton. Go back to LA. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, like Gretzky did. I'm not sure that works now. But I, I I think my gut feel is that McDavid will want to be where he can become the best hockey player and if and win. And that might be Edmonton. It might not. But I I hope that's where his decision lies and not forced on some of these market things where you only got to be in a big American market. I, I, I would hate for it to go that direction. Now, I remember speaking to you, um, I don't know, a show or two ago, and you said you were a little bit upset by the way um, Las Vegas Mayor Carolyn Goodman looked on with, with, with Anderson Cooper. You didn't think she articulated things in the proper way. And then we get these national headlines that Doug Polk, who is a former poker player, he's starting a, a recall peti- petition. Is, is this real news or is this just kind of a sensational thing? And what do you think about Vegas and the state of Vegas right now? Yeah, they're they're kind of slowly reopening here. And like we said, back to revisit Mayor Goodman when she was on with Anderson Cooper a few weeks ago. Right. I didn't think she properly articulated what she could have said. I mean, she tried. She was going in that direction. She just couldn't put her words together properly. And ended up looking kind of foolish there, but uh, she had a chance and sort of blew it. Uh, we occasionally hear these things. I mean, the, the governor, Steve Sisolak, is getting some heat here, too. They are slowly beginning to reopen uh, Las Vegas, but the thing is with the hotels and casinos, um, and I know you've, you've got to be careful right now, but, I mean, it's sort of a, a, a joint effort with the whole Vegas approach here has got to be you can the new normal can only be a short-term thing. They've got to get back to the old normal here because Vegas is based upon human interaction more so than most tourist venues at anywhere where it's a hotel casino and there's people around. And that's part of the appeal of the whole thing. It's not going to be as appealing if you've got to wear a mask and you've got to stand six feet apart. And there's only a couple of people at every poker table and every other slot machine has to be empty. And these nightclubs are all going to be empty because wouldn't that be funny? Actually, it'd be kind of a funny optic there keeping these nightclubs open, but you've got to stay six feet apart and all wearing a mask. You wouldn't know what each other looked like. No guys would go up to talk to gals, and it would be kind of awkward. It wouldn't work, and people aren't going to come here. They need some sort of a, a message that has to get out if Vegas wants to, to, to jump back, and eventually it's got to be that this place has to get back to the old normal. I haven't seen that yet, and I don't know that Mayor Goodman is a person to articulate that, but yeah, you hear these things every once in a while, and you know, I, 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 about recalls and all that. I'm not sure how the mayor election would work. We've heard this on occasion about the statewide election. Anything's possible, Rick. I wouldn't have thought this could have happened in the last couple of months. So, uh, anyway, so whatever comes up in the next uh, couple of months won't surprise me, I guess. And thegoldsheet.com, what's cooking? Yeah, well, as soon as games get cooking, we'll we'll do some stuff there. I've got a few other best of stories I will put up there. We just uh, we had our NFL draft preview, which is sort of our teams, what they did in the off season up till the draft, and so that's still kind of a current. We might do something with the NFL schedule, which just got released. Um, but uh, whenever stuff starts again, you can read about it up there at goldsheet.com. Great stuff from Bruce Marshall, as always. Goldsheet.com in Vegas. Hang in there, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for your time. Okay, Ricky, thank you. All right, open lines on the other side. 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you in a second.
don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. I go commando, girl. That's just the way I roll. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border. 
and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. And uh, coming up in the next segment, we will be speaking with uh, Barry Corbin. I'd piss on a spark plug if I thought. You know, he's probably so sick of that. When I had Tom Arnold in studio, name and drop. Um, <clears throat> real good guy, by the way, really good. And he did the whole show like this. His voice was gone. And he had two shows that night at Cobb's. And it's what? And I said, before we even started, I go, look, you got to get out of here. <laughs> the last thing you need to do is my show for a half hour. Go back to the hotel and have some tea. And I completely understand it as someone who, you know, the times when I can't talk, you're basically useless at your job. So and he's like, no, 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 I'll be fine. I'll be fine. But anyway, when I had uh, Tom Arnold on the show, I asked him about his famous line, can I get a courtesy flush that he said uh, in, um, what was it called? Not Total Recall. It was the one where Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, whatever, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Anyway, he uh, he said that, and um, I said, was that written for you? He goes, nope, I made it up, and now it's become a part of Americana. Yes, it has. All right, True Lies, something like that. <clears throat> um. Washington Capitals forward Brendan Leipzig found himself uh, in some hot water last week. And um, there were some screenshots from a group chat on Instagram. It was a private group chat, but it it became public. And in the messages, um, there were a lot of pictures of women, and he had some very harsh criticisms and jokes about the women and how they looked and about pregnant women, about uh, certain players' wives, certain players. Uh, He insulted Austin Matthews of the Leafs. He insulted the Canucks' Tanner Pearson. And this is a guy who was... Um, signed a one-year deal with the Caps. Other than that, he's kind of bounced around Kings, Knights, Canucks, Leafs. Um, But the Washington Capitals immediately terminated his contract. They put out a tweet, quote, the Washington Capitals have placed Brendan Leipzig on unconditional waivers for the purpose of terminating his contract. Kaboom, bye. And um, Washington said we were aware of the unacceptable and offensive comments made by Brendan Leipzig in a private conversation on social media. We will handle this battle internally. And that's what they did. They got rid of him. But let's let's go back just for a second. <clears throat> we were made aware of a private conversation on social media. Now, here's the thing. These screenshots... And these guys love, people, just watchdog groups, they love being able to say, ha-ha, I got you, total stranger. I want you fired, total stranger. It was a private conversation. Now, we remember the private conversation, which was recorded and then made public between Donald Sterling and his um, mistress, V. Stiviano which was this ridiculous statement where V. Stiviano was bringing her African-American friends, and he said, basically, to paraphrase, family radio show, I don't care if you have sex with those guys, just don't bring them to games. Apparently, she'd bring them to the 
uh, very most high highest echelons of Clippers games, and there are a lot of hoity-toity people up there, and they didn't like uh, seeing black guys up there. So yes, go ahead and have sex with them, but don't bring them to games. And that cost him his franchise. Now, people say a lot of reprehensible things. I'm not trying to be the ACLU and defend neo-Nazis. That's not what I'm trying to do here. Okay? Because freedom of speech, of course, means you can't yell fire in a crowded movie house. That's not what freedom of speech means. But obviously, Brendan Leipzig's an idiot because he's posting this on social media, even though it was private, and these things can get out there. But... I do have a problem with whoever leaked these things because whoever leaked them knew that it would destroy his career. And you could say, well, he destroyed it himself. But did he really? Are we not allowed to have opinions that aren't sugarcoated at all times? You know, he said he did say insulting and reprehensible, misogynistic things about women. Does that mean he can't work anymore? I don't know. It's just uh, we're we've never been more sensitive. Now, on the one hand, that's a good thing for people who have been oppressed and they are trying to get some of these offensive words out of uh, uh, the public's lexicon. And I do understand that. Um, (laughs) Mark Norman, who has a new he's one of my favorites. He was just on the show last week. He has a new special that's coming out today on YouTube. He tried to sell it to everybody. No one bought it. So he did basically what Sam Murill and Louis CK did. Sam Murill's free YouTube has over 2.4 million hits. But anyway, it's called out to lunch. I highly recommend checking it out. But Mark Norman said his last college gig he did a couple years ago, um, he got fired by his college agent because he said some of the jokes were, you know, um, swear words. He's like, you knew what kind of comedy I did. But there was, um, he's at the hotel and the kid called from the college that was going to drive him to the college. And he said, I'm downstairs waiting. And so Norman texts back, hold on, I'm in my underwear. Give me five minutes. And so the kid, he said, oh yeah, what's, what major are you? Yeah, nice kid, dropped him off. That kid made a complaint about him. And he's like, what What complaint? He goes, I thought we were getting along. He said, well, you texted back, I'm in my underpants. And he took that as an advance. And he was very upset by that. And he goes, are you freaking kidding me? I literally was in my underwear. I was just saying, give me, give me five minutes. But we are raising some really weak people right now if that's going to offend you the things we have to apologize for people don't know how cush and good they have it now getting back to brendan leipzig i'm not defending what he said at all but i am defending his right to talk to his friends now as i said he's an idiot because screenshots will go everywhere that's like never take a naked picture of yourself even if you're sending it to your loved one it will find a way on the internet it just will. It'll jump out of your phone and go up onto the satellite. You, know, you just don't do it. But I do the f- defend the right of people having a private conversation, even if some bad things are said. 
You know, I was like, wait, we want access. You know, we got this is what happened. We got access to your private conversation. We don't like what you said. So you're fired. That seems sick to me. It does. Even if you said the worst stuff ever, um, because now they're like they're listening in. So anyway, if you're going to have a conversation like this, don't do it on Twitter or Instagram. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on the other side. Barry Corbin will join us. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $28.95 and get a $10 O'Reilly gift card after mail-in rebate. You can even order at O'ReillyAuto.com and we'll deliver it curbside. Protect your engine from sludge and wear at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. 
what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. And there's some messed up stuff, I'll tell you that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. When we get uh, Barry Corbin, we will throw him on the air. There was some, uh, speaking of the internet, what would we do without it? A lot of people during this pandemic, rightfully so, park day behind on the couch and uh, throwing in a lot of donuts down a lot of yoo-hoo, maybe going through an entire box of Pop-Tarts for breakfast. Hey, it's understandable. People get down. They get a little depressed. What do they do? Oh, they eat. It's human nature. And, you know, you can't play organized sports. You can't play basketball. You can't play tennis. Um, I actually golfed on uh, Saturday. Uh, we had to have individually our own carts. And it was fun. It was a hot day, and I'm not a uh, big fan of watching golf on TV. In fact, I've never done it in my life outside of, I think, one Ryder Cup for about an hour. It's just not my cup of tea. But it is fun to drop off the face of the earth for four and a half hours. But you had to have your own cart. In fact, when they handed the key to the carts, you know, we all put our hands out. He goes, ah, da, da, da. only take the key for your cart. Don't hand your key to another guy. And they're like, and while you're out there, stay six feet apart. And then the, the marshal would come around. You guys are social distancing. And it's not that they were just being narcs. It's that they wanted to stay open. And they knew that the popo would be driving around having a look or at least somebody who, like, narked out Brendan Leipzig. Look at this picture on the 18th green. It's four guys high-fiving. Ah, you don't want that. So <clears throat> the pro shop was closed. Um, if you wanted to buy some new golf shoes, they were going to have to hand them through. And then, I don't know, it was uh, – and then I said – and he's like, there's no water on the course, nothing. So slowly but surely, we're getting back there. All right, it is our pleasure now to be joined by actor uh, Barry Corbin. And uh, he's got uh, some an evening with Barry Corbins that he likes doing. He does it on his, uh, his uh, Facebook page. But, uh, Barry, thanks for being on the show. And obviously, you must get this a lot. But, you know, I always remember I'll piss on a spark plug if I thought it would help when you were in war games. How much does that get mentioned to you? Is it a daily occurrence? Well, it's uh, fairly often. It was uh, uh, that was an accident, really. We can't, it's not the script. We uh, we were uh, uh, doing the scene, and uh, the guy that hit the guy that Matthew pushed away from the computer was the technical advisor. He was a uh, Air Force major, and he said, "Wait a minute! I wouldn't allow this kid to get into my computer without a direct order from the general." 
And uh, so John Madam, the director, said, can you think of a colorful way to order him into the computer? I said, I think I can. <laughs> he said, uh, "He said, well, do you tell me what it is? I said, no, let's just roll camera. <laughs> so they did, and uh, of course, everybody laughed. We had to do it again. I thought I was just, uh, you know, kind of breaking the tension a little bit, and we'd do it, come up with another line, but that's what they used. Big laugh in the theater when that happened. You've had such an uh, amazing, eclectic life because you studied ballet, you were a Shakespearean actor, but you are also in the Marines, and you're in the Cowboy Hall of Fame. You just you have a lot of interests, don't you, Barry? Well, I'm actually in two Cowboy Halls of Fame. I'm in the one, Ooh. the national one in Oklahoma, and the Texas one here in, in Fort Worth. Very nice. But you, uh, you, your interests are varied. It's not like you're just—you're not a cowpoke. You, you, you know, you, you do a lot of stuff here. Well, yeah, I'm probably the only fellow out of West Texas who, at the same time, was uh, working on oil rigs and uh, studying ballet. <laughs> when you were in the Marines, I read that you were a BAR man, the Browning Automatic Rifle, and those things always fascinated me because they looked like they weighed about 40 pounds, and yet they only had like 20-round clips. You'd go through them in two seconds. What was it like on the BAR? Well, it's, uh, uh, it's, they're, they're, uh, they're bulky, all right, but they, uh, uh, they're effective weapons. I mean, they're, they're good. Um, the only problem with them is they, if you get them uh, dirty, they'll jam up on you. Mm. Well, what and would you, be... When you're in the field, you can't help but get them dirty. No doubt about it. You also, and I talk about Cowboy Hall of Fame, you're, you're, you were very good at, at uh, cutting horse competitions and that to me is an yeah. amazing discipline to get the horses to do that. When did you, is that something you grew up with? Uh, no, I actually started doing that when I was uh, when I was in my mid forties. I grew up uh, with horses, but I, I didn't uh, I didn't do cutting until I was until later on. I got into that because of uh, they had these celebrity rodeos, and I I can't rope because my rotator cuff in my right on my right side is uh, is bad, so I can't uh, control the rope very well. So I decided I'd try to ride cutting horses. So I got into that before I knew it. I had three. So that's how I got into it. Very cool. We're speaking with Barry Corbin. A lot of people remember him on uh, Northern Exposure. He got nominated for Emmys there. But I think it was the first time I remember seeing you, Barry, was when you played Uncle Bob in, in Urban Cowboy. Was that kind of your first big movie break? That was uh, that was my first. The studio movie, yeah. And it was so funny because here you have this like guy who played Vinnie Barbarino and John Travolta, and, and he pulled it off. I believed he was from Texas. Yeah, he did a good job with that, I thought. And I, I just did another movie with him a couple of years ago called Trading Paint. I haven't seen it, but uh, it, it was uh, fun to get back together with him. Very cool. So tell us a little bit more about An Evening with Barry Corbin. What's that all about? Well, what it is, it's a, it's a kind of a loose evening. I, I come out, and uh, it's a 
uh, I, we're we're trying we're looking it into theaters, but we don't have any dates yet because of this shutdown right now. But uh, as soon as we can get audiences together, we're going to take it around and and, uh, and play it. I've, I've got some film clips that we'll show at the beginning. Then I'll come out and talk for uh, half an hour. 45 minutes, and then we'll take a little break, and we'll come back and have a conversation with the audience, just have questions and answers, and we'll just uh, do a little give and take. I I think it's great that, you know, you're not just retired on the ranch. You're, you're still going strong. You're helping out with, with charity and rodeos, uh, the Alopecia Areata Foundation. Uh, you, you still want to help and perform, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I do, you know. There's, uh, uh, there's a lot of, there's old society, you know, back when we started, when actors started out, they were storytellers. And they'd go from camp to camp and, uh, and tell stories and entertain people until they got tired of them and chased them off. They'd go to the next camp. And they'd, <laughs> they'd let you sit and eat for a while and, and give you a place to sleep. Then they'd run you off, and you'd have to go over to the next. So that's what we do. <laughs> Finally, what is it about Texas that when I ask my friends, you know, what their background in, most Americans would say, "Oh, I'm Italian. I'm Irish. I'm German." People from Texas just say, "Oh, I'm Texas." Why? Why is Texas yeah. the lone? Why is it so different that way? Well, it's the only. To start with it's the only uh, uh, state that was a separate nation to start with. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the only state uh, that has in its uh, in its state uh, uh, what is that state charter that they can split up into into three or four different states if they decide to. Uh, they're the only ones who uh, actually legally seceded because it's also in there that they can. They can go uh, independent if they want to. I don't think it's, I don't think it'd be a good idea now, but uh, <laughs> they uh, they do they do have all those things at the state charter. And, all right, uh, yeah. Hey, well, I know you got to run, Barry. I know you got another interview. We've been speaking with Barry Corbin. Make sure to go to his Facebook page, also on Twitter as well at the Barry Corbin, and check out when an evening with Barry Corbin will come back to your area. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much, and uh, you know, it's it's great that you're still out there doing your thing, Barry. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Good All right, good here. stuff, Barry Corbin. Everyone, trying to stay on time for the next uh, guest. There, Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast. Um, it's so true, though, and I thought it was just my friend who I grew up with, and he had a last name that sounded very English, and I'm like, "Are you English?" He goes, "No, just Texas." I'm like what? Well, my, both my grandfather's, grandmother's, I'm just Texas, I guess. And I thought it was just a funny thing. And I've met several people. Oh, I'm Texas. I've never met anybody who's like, <laughs> well, how about you? Oh, well, you know, I'm Nevada. It's like, <laughs> no, you're not. I'm just Florida. And everybody else is like, hey, this is the thing I hate. It's like, I'm Italian, so I talk with my hands. I'm Italian, so I wave my hands around. I'm like, you're from Oakland. It's cold. I know we do that. 
it's an American thing, but there's something about Texas. But anyway, what a great voice. That guy should get like his own podcast or something just to get that whole, that drawl. And if you look at Barry Corbin's like IMDb, it's like, I don't know, 80 movies and 100 TV shows. It's uh, you definitely know his face. All right. You know, what we'll do. We'll take a quick break and we'll come on back and close out our number two of three on Sports Byline. the debt destroyer network any debt you have credit card tax student loan debt call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt it's great advice plus when you make this free call now we have debt destroyer experts ready to help they can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track debt problems don't have to be overwhelming you can live stress-free and debt-free Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. I'm sorry, it's the 
It's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. is a majestic stallion. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. We have another hour together. I'm so glad we had this time together. Uh, All-star closer Kirby Yates. You talk about a guy who's been through the ringer, undrafted, cut by the Angels, cut by the Rays, cut by the Yankees. Padres pick him up. His ERA is five and a half, and he leads all of baseball in saves. What the what? Yeah. Even the A's are like, ah. <laughs> Speaking of pitchers, as I started to talk about before we got Barry Corbin in, uh, a lot of people in this pandemic, of course, rightfully so, are being lazy asses because there's no way to play hoop or tennis or any of that stuff. But some people have taken to the streets to run, to lift weights, to diet. And one of those people, believe it or not, is CeCe Sabathia. Yes, the guy who was 300 pounds during his career, the guy who was one of the best in the business, a six-time All-Star, got a ring. Look what he did for the Indians. Look what he did for the Brewers when they traded over Matt Laporta and Michael Brantley to get him, and then getting that world championship with the Yanks. A guy who pitched 19 years, but 300 pounds. A guy who went through alcohol Rehab, remember he missed that wild card game. A guy that got a stint in his heart because of a clogged artery two years ago. It's been a lot for this guy, but he tweeted out a picture of himself. Now the guy doesn't look like Clark Gable, who cares? But his waist is slimmer than his shoulders. He's completely buffed. He's wearing a tank top. And he's got huge biceps. And a lot of people said, this has been Photoshopped. There's no way. But he went on his uh, the podcast R2C2. It's Ryan Rocco's podcast. And he asked him about it. And he goes, no, 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 that picture is real. So it's weird who a guy who was basically 20 years in the major leagues was always the fattest guy in baseball. I mean, quite literally, the fattest guy in baseball, but it didn't affect his pitching. He still was lights out, and he would fight, and remember, he would rather hit a guy than take a bonus, which Brian Cashman gave him the bonus anyway, but he looks like a completely different guy, and, and as I said, uh, just I, I applaud him. I'm Rick Tittle. we got another hour together. Come on back on Sports
Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hour three underway. Thank you for tuning in. Kirby Yates, MLB All-Star saves leader, joining us in about a half hour. Talk about cup check. Oh, no, not again. Oh, yeah. Get them all in. Yasiel Puig. Come on in and lick the bats. That's right. I'm sitting here in my home office. On my estate, which looks exactly like the Apple Ring building in Cupertino. Uh, but there's a, a fan. Yeah, just a couple of days ago, we needed a fan. It was uh, so hot in these dumb parts. But on the fan, I was just reading a little tag, you know, like you see on hair dryers. This one said, basically, that the plug is uh, not suitable to plug other stuff into. Now, what that means is somewhere, somehow, someday, somebody took the cord on a fan and said, you know what, the fan on my toaster is broken, and I don't really need this fan. So he cut it, and then he spliced the wires into his toaster, and then he plugged it in, and he goes, yeah, this will work. And then Earth burned down. So the highly litigious... (laughs) That's why it's always funny when you go to any foreign country, and even in the Western world highly sophisticated modern places like Europe. Europe so much more modern in many ways. And yet there's no guardrail, there's no signs, and it's just like if you fall off the Pont du Gard, that's on you. In America, <clears throat> you would sue everyone. If that happened in California, you would sue the city, you would sue the people that made the bridge, the aqueduct, you would sue the governor, you'd sue the president, you would sue the people who watched. It's just a different kind of thing. Litigious jurisprudence. 1-800-878-PLAY. Let's get in. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, about chess, checkers, rugby, cricket. Twitter is at Rick Tittle. We're tuning out by iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Big shout out to the troops listening on AFN. I'm a F-A-N of you. Come on back.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Some people have been getting very creative during these times, and uh, there was this one guy who digitally took the birds, the Alfred Hitchcock, of course, Bodega Bay, 1963, Tippi Hendren, 
thriller and removed all the birds. <laughs> and it's just funny to see people reacting to nothing. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, and then see a, you know, like a jungle gym. Everyone looked at it shocked instead of 5,000 birds on it. It's just, it's just nothing. <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. I mean, people say, well, that's, that's more than I've done. Right. <clears throat> All right. Getting back to Scott Boris. I, I, I can't stop talking about him. He's so great. He's so handsome. Scott Boris, titillating sports. The uh, Players Association has agreed to the reduction of the draft down to five rounds. It was 50, <clears throat> then a couple of years ago it went to 40, and now five, which is going to literally destroy rookie ball teams. Um, it's also a cost-saving measure because they're losing money and they don't want to pay all these players. And plus, they say, we can't do the proper scouting, so what do we know past five rounds? I mean, the, the MLB has a lot of excuses built in. They really can. Now, speaking of undrafted players like Kirby Yates, who will join us in about, I don't know, 15 minutes, teams can still sign undrafted players, but for no more than 20 k per, which isn't a lot if you're in some sort of bidding war. Now, what would that mean? How much money will teams save by not drafting the other 35 rounds? The AP has estimated $30 million. And it should be noted that this group most affected will be the amateur players that are eligible to be drafted this year. They have had no say in any of these changes. And why would they? They're 17 to 21, 22 the Players Association only represents the 40-man rosters. <clears throat> but nonetheless, they've been willing to bargain away the rights of non-members for years. And this is just the latest example. And uh, suffice to say, this later furtherance, as the lawyers say, of this trend is not going to sit well with those who are tasked to Representing those future players, and Jeff Barry, another agent, piped in. He's the co-head of CAA Baseball, our buddy John Baker. used to be with CAA back in the day at that time. He says, particularly given the negligible economic impact to what's already a cheap acquisition cost, this approach is grossly short-sighted. To drastically reduce opportunity and talent and talent pools, it stunts growth and diversity at all levels and is really a self-inflicted sabotage of the long-term health and popularity of the game. And, and <clears throat> he only cares about the money, right? Well, all right, maybe 10% he cares about the growth of the game, but that's a lot of money he's going to be out. So that $30 million, the agents get lots of that money. But I do agree with him. It's self-inflicted because you could draft all these kids and there would be some gems, maybe even a Hall of Famer or two in rounds six through 40. 
But Barry concludes, for any ownership group that supports this course of action as advisable or, frankly, is so cash-strapped that this mid-six-figure level savings is a financial necessity, then they should do everyone a favor, including their fellow owners, and sell their franchises. Does anyone think that it's that big of an ethical jump from hijacking the draft, tanking and service manipulation to hidden cameras and banging on trash cans? All those behaviors and attitudes, they're not analytic or intelligent or efficient. They're just unethical, and they reveal a lack of respect for players and fans, end quote. Well, I have said before that teams that cry poor should sell their teams because, yes, it's not like football where you all get a piece of the – piece of the rock this is why teams like green bay can exist because baseball teams do get a piece of the national revenue on television but their regional sports networks uh, can add into it this is why the yes network or even networks like nesson and the texas rangers the deal they sign they get way more money than other teams because they have a better regional deal so uh, when the A's decided to trade three all-star pitches, uh, pitchers, when they sort of do a lot of this stuff, I always say that MLB should just step in and strip the franchise of the ownership, get Billy Bean out of there, who's part owner, get John Fisher and Lou Wolf out of there, and, and give them to a, uh, a man or a woman or a, a corporation that will stop crying about how poor they are. Especially the guy who owns Gap. You won't. When they came in, the guy owns the Gap. His dad, Don Fisher, Don and Doris Fisher, started it in San Bruno. And they decided that they would sell Levi's full into the Gap. That's what they're going to do. They just were going to sell Levi's. Who, who would think that would be a good idea? Because back then you'd go to Penny's or Macy's or Sears or whatever, and you go, I'll just get them there. No, no, come here. It's just jeans. And he's like, oh, I'm poor. Well, look. There's no doubt that teams are taking a financial hit. We know that. We know that. And this is why players have to take less money and umpires and everybody else. But contrary to claims that MLB franchises are widely and wildly profitable during normal times, these uh, assumptions are true. And that's nothing to say about the increases in franchise values, which go up every year, exponentially and sometimes. So to what extent owners are responding to actual financial distress or simply using the pandemic as a very reasonable rationale to just further reduce um, labor costs? And, And as the agent Barry pointed out, modest labor costs. Do you know what your signing bonus is? Basically, after the 10th round, it's a 1000 bucks, And these guys are Uber drivers, these minor leaguers, just to make ends meet. My buddy, his third year in the Cal League, guy I grew up with when he was with the Brewers, he said, they offered me one more year at high A, but I would have to have supported myself. He wouldn't even make enough money to support himself. And they're getting rid of all that cheap labor. See, I know one team that hates this, and that's the A's, because their lifeblood 
is on draft and play people because they're cheap. <laughs> so now you could say that people are just being cynical. It's like, look, they're losing money. They got to do what they got to do. And, um, you know, but like most things on earth, the people on the bottom rung, the amateur ball players, those are the ones that are going to be struck hardest by these changes because they're just simply not going to get drafted. And, uh, once again, falls into the core category of, uh, ain't that a shame? Ain't that, come on back. Ain't that a shame? The tears fell like rain. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. 
800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Business heals all wounds. I mean, look at our relationship with Germany or Japan. Who can even remember what all the fuss was about? Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Well, you better get in line, girl. Kirby Yates coming up in the next segment. Lines are open. 1-800-878-PLAY. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to have Gregory Nava, the film director of the movie Selena with uh, Jennifer Lopez. Of course, the movie about the uh, Mexican pop superstar. Actually, she's uh, a Texan. She's a Tejana. And um, <clears throat> we'll talk to him because that's coming out on uh, Blu-ray for the first time. Uh, a couple of football notes. <clears throat> um, for the uh, probably the largest chunk of their time together in New England between Tom Brady and the OC Josh McDaniels, I never heard of any type of friction going on there. And we remember Tom Brady yapping and Bill O'Brien telling him to shut up. It's not like hunky-dory. These are grown men. It's about as high pressure as it gets outside of open-heart surgery. And so they get on each other's nerves. They're very competitive, blah, 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 right? Um, an occasional sideline jawing. We'll get to that in a second, but we got Charlie in New York City. What's going on on the island, Charlie? Hey, Rick, how are you? Uh, you know, same old, same old. It's quiet like a ghost town, like uh, pretty much the whole world for the most mm. part. But uh, beautiful day today. You know, the weather's starting to turn for the better now. It's in the 60s, low 70s, sunny. So it's people are out and about, Not you know, obviously yeah. not nearly as much as, you know, a normal Times Square mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen weekday would be like. But um with regards to Scott Boris, and obviously I'm looking through this as a A's fan, but I, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, he's Matt Chapman's agent. So there's literally yep. zero chance of Matt Chapman signing a long-term deal with the A's when when he's uh, you know when his time is up when his, he's through his. So, like with that being said, as is the normal uh, like which is a frustrating part. I don't know what, where I'm trying to, my point is, is that as an A's fan, you hit a nerve when you brought up Scott Boris, the same when you brought up Trump and Mike last week. Um, the A's, uh, I look at it as they have a window of players, particularly people like Matt Chapman. And if they don't win with, or if they don't capitalize on it, you know, Bean's going to have to move them in a few years or, or let them walk. When, when his time's come. But, you know, Matt Chapman, at some point, he, we're going to be seeing him in a Dodgers uniform or a Yankee uniform uh, or whatever, you know, whatever organization. And just as a fan, that, that is extraordinarily frustrating because they have a, a, a young nucleus now yet again. And, and it's the same thing that went through with, with, with them back in, um, you know, with Giambi and, 
Tejada and Chavez, and they wound up uh, letting uh, Tejada go, and they gave Chavez at the time their biggest uh, contract in franchise history. But, you know, and then breaking up the big three, knowing that, you know, they weren't going to keep them all. They, you know, traded Mulder and, you know, Hudson. And so uh, I, I don't know what the point is. It's just that when you brought up Boris and just the state of affairs with these small market teams, being a fan of them, it's really frustrating because they got a lot of great young players. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, some of them, you know, most of them will be gone in a few years. And then we're going to have to, you know, go through a down period again, hopefully, you know, and drought, you know, the same process. So I always look at it with being an A's fan, unlike being a Yankee fan or a Red Sox fan or, you know, one of those teams. They have these small five, six year windows of winning. <clears throat> and if they don't win in that window, they got to rebuild. I don't know what you're well, yeah, and it's it's uh, it's very frustrating. We've all seen it with the you know Tejadas and Jamis and Donaldsons and Gio Gonzalez's and and all that. But regarding Chapman, Boris and Bean, and you think about what a penny pincher the A's are. Boris and Bean have been getting along, at least in the press, very well. And you might remember when Bobby Crosby. A lot of people, he fell in a draft because people didn't want to deal with Boris. You know, here's this star USC shortstop, and no one wanted to deal with Boris. And the A's drafted him anyway, figuring, well, you know, they're not going to hold us over the fire uh, right now. And with Chapman, he's in his last year at, I want to say, minimum wage. He's going to make about 620000 But next year will be his first ARB year. The thing, the thing that's going to be weird is that when Chapman finally is a free agent, he's going to be 31. You know, he right. played four years. Okay. In, so he is going to want to, and Boris is going to want to cash in before that, because when he hits the market at 31, people he will be like, it's a little old to give a guy a long, long-term deal here. Right. Right. No, I, right. That, that, that's a good point. That's what I was going to follow up uh, almost like a team like the A's, or Tampa, or any other small market team, why would you even deal, why would you even, I, I guess, just take a chance when you get a, a play, when you know you can draft a player like Matt, Matt Chapman, you just do it, and just deal with the consequences. But if, like, why why do you want to even deal with someone like Boris when you know he's going to suck you dry for every penny, you know, ultimately, you know, somewhere down the line? Right. I, you know, it's six one half dozen the other. You're still getting five, six, seven years out of them, and then you know, hopefully you can capitalize on it. I don't know. It's just I'm just uh, a little frustrated by uh, as we get as it seems like baseball is starting to come close. You know, I, well, I do, do you know what's funny? Do you know what's funny though, Charlie, about Chapman is that you know that's the one time when you could really praise Eric Kubota because when he was in the draft. Baseball America did not have him in their top 50. MLB Pipeline did not have him in the top 50. Um, Baseball America, by the way, had him uh, 64th overall. He, his entire time at Cal State Fullerton, he only hit 13 home runs combined. He was just supposed to be a defensive player. And right. so for the A's to pick him at 24, everyone thought, what the hell are you doing? Now, if you redid the draft, he's a top three pick. So that's right. one time the A's actually got it right. Right, right. Yeah, you know, no, I, I understand it. It's just, it's, it's like a, you know, it's 
again rooting for these small market teams are just like it's like a, it seems like they're constantly in scramble mode like whereas you know and being in new york you know you're the yankees you know aaron Judge's gonna get his uh big mega deal when when it comes up and and, and you know they have glabar torres and all these young studs they're not going anywhere you know unless unless you know steinbrenners want to keep it to us i know that they, they're not as uh they're a little more frugal than, than the father was it, it you know it just it gets frustrating because you know you know, I have my friends with Yankee fans. Oh, you know, Chapman's going to look good in 10 strikes. And you, you know, you get that kind of razzing. But, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Anyway, that's all I got for you, Rick. Talk all right, thanks for the call, Charlie. Right. That's Charlie out there in New York City. Um, anyway, just to finish my thought about uh, Tom Brady and McDaniels, according to Gary Myers from the New York Daily News, that Brady's deteriorating relationship, as he put it, with Josh McDaniels is one of the reasons why he wanted to get away. And he said he was worn out by Josh after all these years. Well, Brady responded on Instagram, as we do. He said, please stop this nonsense, exclamation point. Please be more responsible with reporting. 19 years together and brothers for life. That's what he wrote. Uh, McDaniel said, I have so much gratitude for Tom Brady. He has made me a better coach and, more importantly, a better person. He has always been genuinely kind and caring to me and my family. Yet at the same time, I have never met anyone as demanding and relentless in his pursuit of improvement, perfection, and championships. His worth ethic and drive propelled our offense and our team to perform at the very highest level throughout his career. He represented all of us with class and integrity. We will miss his passion and intensity, his character and wisdom, and his preparation and diligence. I will miss all the meetings, FaceTimes, emails, and texts in our pursuit of a good play. He always performed his best in the most critical times under the most significant pressure. I have never coached a tougher player in my career. And he goes, blah, blah, blah. He'll always be a friend. He knows what it means to be a patriot. I don't know. It doesn't really sound like a deteriorating relationship. This is what reporters do. You know, they can just get one little thing from, you know, an equipment guy. Ah, Brady and McDaniels, those guys are sick of each other. Really? Yeah, those guys are getting on each other's nerves. All right, well, let me write a piece in the national media. They're deteriorating. So that's why he wanted to go to Tampa Bay. Do you really think Tom Brady would run away from Josh McDaniels? You really think if Tom Brady said, if it's me or him, that Mr. Kraft would say, oh, it's going to have to be McDaniels. It's one thing if he said it's me or him for Belichick. He still might want to won that. <laughs> Probably not, but I don't know. But, it, you know, McDaniel, who already once left to be a head coach and then said yes to another job and goes, never mind. But, you know, I say reporters are going to do what they're going to do. All right, come on back. We'll talk to a closer on the other side. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me?
Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Soon you'll have a separate fridge in the basement where extra groceries are exiled forever. Remember that frozen lasagna? Of course you don't. It's been down there since 2008. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Piece of cake. Behind the lasagna. It's very old. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy esports app for player props and they are currently offering contests for CSGO, Dota, and League of Legends matches. Choose five over-under props for a player's stats to build your lineup. The riskier your choices, the more your selection is worth. They've already awarded over $1.2 million, so rack up the most points for your chance to share the prize pool. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Use a promo code AI at sign up today for an instant free $10 credit. That's Thrive Fantasy with the promo code AI. Come prop up now. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. Tittle beats his servants. 
I don't have servants. If I did, I'd be nice to them. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to be joined by all-star closer Kirby Yates of the San Diego Padres. No one had more saves than he did last year, and he's here to talk about Cup Check, the uh, new game taking the world by storm. Kirby, thanks for being on. We had uh, Kevin Jepson on the show last week, and uh, kind of the inventor of this whole thing. When when he came to you and uh, other major leaguers and said, hey, get behind this, what was your first reaction? Um, actually, me and Kevin are really good friends, so it was kind of like, hey, we, we need to start this, and I, I agreed. And, um, you know, I, I definitely got right on board and jumped on this opportunity with him. So to, for people who, uh, you know, we're on the radio, obviously, so it's two poles, you got cups on top, and you're throwing these Frisbees. You play in teams of one or two. You try to knock the cup off. If the cup gets knocked off and you catch it in midair, you can put it back up. Is that pretty much it? Yeah, basically there's there's three ways to score. Um, when you're on offense, you, you split the poles with the disc, knocking off the cups, or without knocking off the cups, and that's three points. Um you also can strike the poles, and if you knock the cups off and the cups hit the ground, uh, those are points also. And then on the flip side, when you're playing defense, when the cups get hit and they fly off the pole, if you catch them, you're scoring points also. So, you know, it's kind of a quick-paced game, and there's a lot of action, which, um, you know, makes it pretty fun. Now, for people who don't know about your background, you were a guy that was uh, drafted by the Red Sox out of high school, but... You, you played in college, but then you had Tommy John, so the big leagues were like, uh, nah, we'll pass. In fact, uh, you had to go undrafted. I mean, what, what was that like when you – did you think you would even make a 40-man at that point? It, you know, I never lost hope. I never, I never sat there and said, like, my dreams are crushed or my dreams are over. Um, I think, you know, when I – Coming after my second year of college or uh, second year being healthy and not getting drafted is when, you know, I think reality kind of started setting in saying, I, I, I don't know if I have a chance at this. And, you know, thankfully I got that opportunity to just go play baseball, which is all I wanted. And, you know, once I got that opportunity, I felt like, hey, if I if I play good, I still got a shot. And, you know, fortunately, I was able to rattle off three or four pretty good years in a row and, um you know, then it kind of started becoming a possibility of, hey, I might crack the big leagues here. Yeah, finally making a name for yourself with Tampa Bay and then going to the Yankees. That must have been something being in pinstripes, although you had to be uh, clean shaven, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, you know, my wife used to make fun of me all the time with the clean shaven, but, you know, playing with the Yankees was uh, is definitely something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. So it was, you know, I wish I would pitch a little bit better, but, you know, it is what it is. And, um, you know, it was definitely a, a great experience. It was, you know, an awesome team, and a, it's just a phenomenal, phenomenal organization. Well, you think about, you know, if it had all ended then, you could say, hey, I pitched in the bigs for the Rays and the Yankees, and then you went to the the Angels, of course, where Jepson was, but, you know, DFA, 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 the Padres claim you, and what was it where the light bulb went on? Was it just learning the splitter? Because now you're an all-star, you, you led the majors in saves, your ERA is minuscule. What was it? I just think going into that year, I, I had some things that I knew 
if I could execute them, that they would work in the big leagues. And the split was definitely one of them, but I also got in much better shape. Um, you know, I, I think I was mentally ready to kind of conquer a big league season and have success. I, I think I cleaned up some things mechanically. Um, you know, the ball was starting to go where I needed it to go. And I just felt like I had a concept of what I needed to do on a daily basis in the big leagues in, in order to have success. So, you know, I, I was fortunate enough that I, I got an opportunity with Padres to kind of try and apply all those things. And, you know, with them, they were on board with 100% with what I was trying to do and kind of encouraged me and helped me along the way. And, you know, here we are three years later, and, um, you know, it, it's kind of propelled me to the next level. Speaking with Kirby Yates, we'll talk a little bit more about cup check here in a second, but you're a proud uh, Hawaiian, especially, of course, from Kauai. That's your Twitter, Kauai Kirby, Kauai High School. And when I think about, you know, baseball there, I think about a guy I got to know, Kurt Suzuki. We remember Shane Victorino as well. How hard is that to get noticed when you're pitching for Kauai High School? Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was a little bit different back then. I mean, now you have everything that's kind of on, you know, online and the internet and everything, and you can stream videos and, and do all that. And, um, you know, it wasn't necessarily like that back then. So, you know, I'd have a few scouts here and there come over and see me. Um, but the big thing was, is you kind of had to leave the island in order to get, you know, in front of a little bit more scouts. So the only way to do that is, uh, preseason tournaments that we'd go play on Oahu and um you know you had to win your league and go play in the state tournament somewhere and um it's kind of like everywhere else I guess in the sense that you know if you're good enough or if people are talking that they'll find you and they'll see you um but I I really never got noticed until I left the island and I went and played in like a little showcase tournament in Arizona uh before my senior year and never you know, once I did that, I started getting some letters and some phone calls and stuff like that. But, you know, other than that, it was just University of Hawaii and uh, like HPU, small division two school over there. Very cool. And now with the, the Padres and, you know, a lot of people said, hey, you know, Petco's beautiful, but they just want to kick the old uh, beach ball around. Well, when A.J. Preller came in, of course, he tried to make a big splash and it didn't work, kind of rebuilt. Now with the Hosmer deal paying Manny, uh, getting Tatis, getting Mejia, and then for you as well, I mean, you are in trade rumors every day, and everyone's like, do the Padres hold on to Yates and keep building, or do they cash in on him with a year left on his contract? What was that like hearing your name in trade rumors every day? You don't really pay attention to them. I mean, you know they're there. Um but look, AJ was very, very honest with me going in. He's like, listen, I don't want to trade you, but I have to listen on offers. And if somebody's going to give me an offer that I can't refuse, yeah, I'm going to have to trade you. And as a player, you respect that and you kind of understand that. And, um, you know, you, you know, it's, you, you know, like I've been around for long enough and I've seen people get traded. I know exactly how it works. And, you know, you, you probably, if you do get traded, you'd probably grade the trade out yourself. Um, but, you know, as far as, like, me being on the field and stuff like that, that's the only thing that you can worry about. You can't can't focus on something that you really can't control. I mean, if it happened, it happened. If it didn't, it didn't. You know, I'm thankful it didn't happen. I'm happy to be a Padre and um, con- looking forward to continue being a Padre. No doubt about it. And, you know, it's, of course, the people in the bullpen with you, it doesn't affect you as much as a closer, obviously, but 
the three batter minimum unless you get out of an inning. How have your fellow relievers taken to this news? I don't think anybody really knows how it's going to play out yet. Um, you know, I think managers are going to – you can definitely hold guys on the bench a little bit longer and pinch hit them and not necessarily worry about, um, you know, a different type of matchup. But I think we kind of have to get into the season and play it to kind of see how this really unfolds and how much of a difference it actually makes. I mean – you know, right now we could be thinking that it's going to make a total difference, but when we get playing, it, it might not be that that different. Um, you know, obviously it takes a lefty-lefty matchup kind of out of it a little bit, but, you know, if there's two outs, that doesn't really matter. So I think you just have to kind of go and play the games and see how it all unfolds. Have you heard anything different from the rest of us about, you know, maybe when we start playing in July, there'll be a universal DH and there'll be a kind of a West Coast uh, division in front of uh, you know uh, empty stadia. Are you? Is it basically what we're hearing? Yeah, I mean, I know as much as you guys know. Honestly, I, I don't really. It, it's hard to say anything for certain. Everything's changed so much. So I mean, I think you know until they, they kind of get something set in stone and uh, something that you see that they can feel comfortable with moving forward. I, I think that's kind of all you can wait for. And I mean, I, I really, I really have no answer for that. Cause I, I really don't know. All right. Now I want to remind everybody cup check and you can go to cupcheckgame.com to check it out. And a lot of people might think, you know, Oh my gosh, guys like Puig and, and Longo, they don't need any more money. Well, this is the thing you guys with uh, the sales from this, you're giving back to the testicular cancer society. So this is altruistic as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think when we started this, we all felt really good about it just based on the fact that, you know, we've all known somebody, uh, especially in, in our league that has kind of, you know, been through this and recovered from this. So when we had this opportunity, we, we definitely jumped on it. And, um, you know, I think it's something kind of close to home for all of us. And uh, we feel really good about it, about, you know, being having this partnership and uh, working with the Testicular Cancer Society. Finally, Kirby, have you ever been asked by someone, a teammate or someone from the outside, hey, you got to invest in this, and it was the stupidest thing you've ever heard, or did you miss out on an amazing investment because you thought it was dumb? <laughs> Well, this is kind of the only investment that I really I've been a part of. Um, you know, there's kind of buddies and everybody's like, hey, we're getting into this. And this is something that I didn't want to miss out because if this thing hits it big, I didn't want to be the guy sitting on the outside saying I should have done this. I should have done that. I just, you know, I was like, of course, I'm in. I, I, I'm, you know, I want to be a part of this. And, I, you know, I'm thankful that I have because it's uh, it's been really fun and it's been a neat experience and it's uh you know, far from, it's super different than anything I've ever uh, done before. Cupcheckgame.com, play it in the backyard, play it at tailgates, play it at the beach. Very easy to set up. You don't need to be a great athlete to do it either. We've been speaking to one of those, though, Kirby Yates, the all-star closer for San Diego. Kirby, congratulations on your staying power and hitting it big, and um, we'll uh, catch up with you down the road, man. Appreciate it for having me on. Take care, buddy. Thank you. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on SportsBot.
Matthews. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. It's gotten brought in. What do you got? Great to have you with us, <clears throat> wherever you are listening. Speaking of getting paid, y'all, the Houston Texans made Laramie Tunsil the highest paid offensive lineman in NFL history this offseason. Remember, they got him from Miami for a first-round pick. 
And uh, he reset the market. He got a three-year, $66 million extension. But now they figure to make even more history with a whole lot more money if and when they finalize a long-term agreement with Deshaun Watson. Remember the rumors, hey, he's going to go to New England. And um, after trading DeAndre Hopkins to Arizona, he was like basically not so much New England come and get me, but it was like, uh, I'm listening. Well, he's in line to go past the current number one when it comes to money, which is Russell Wilson. The Houston Chronicle is reporting that Deshaun Watson's deal will be guaranteed 40 to 42 million per season, which would be 200 million for five seasons. They said it might be 200 million for four seasons. That would give him, duh, $50 million per year. Right now, Wilson is $35 million per year. And, of course, he passed Jared Goff, who passed, I mean, it goes on and on. Garoppolo, who passed Carr, who passed, I mean, it goes on and on. But <clears throat> if you think about what Patrick Mahomes, what he's going to get, I mean, Dak Prescott right now is still without an extension if he plays under this franchise tag despite one more year of experience than Watson and a better medical track record than Watson. So whatever Cowboys want to offer to Prescott, they better do it now. Because if Deshaun Watson gets 40 mil, Prescott has every right to say, I deserve more than that. And as I say, you go back, Roethlisberger, 34, Aaron Rodgers, 33 and a half, Kirk Cousins, 33, Carson Wentz, 32. That's a pretty big jump up, $5 million more per year than the highest guy, Russell Wilson. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, he's pretty damn good. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Thanks for tuning in. Tomorrow we will see you at 9 a.m. Pack time.